0: Hi, this is your host, Pete Bloom. Welcome to American Heroes Network. Our core mission is serving the brave men and women who have sacrificed to ensure our freedom. You will hear true stories from those that have served, learn about veteran organizations and resources, and gain hope for your future knowing American Heroes Network, your community, and other veterans are here and at the ready to serve and help you and your family. We will talk about the hard topics like PTSD and TBI, You also hear military history, inspirational stories, learn about networking with the community and more. So come join us and be part of our family. Today's guest is the daughter of an army chaplain and has been helping transitioning military and their families for six and a half years. She leads a monthly LinkedIn workshop on MacDill Air Force Base and has helped over 3,800 veterans and spouses with transition. She's an amazing person that spends her life helping others. She's the co-founder and president of Project Transition USA. I would like to welcome Nancy Lane. Nancy, good afternoon, and how are you doing today?
1: Good afternoon, Pete. Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Oh, absolutely. One of my favorite nonprofits in the whole world, so I've been looking forward to talking to you and getting you on the podcast today. So I guess let's get started by you're helping out military, and you grew up in a military family. Can you tell me what that was like for you?
1: Well, it was a lot of moving, you know? <laughs> I think everybody can relate to that, but it was wonderful. My dad was an army chaplain, and my earliest memories are having troops in our living room. They say I used to, when I was like four, I guess I used to bring them home for dinner because they looked lonely. We were overseas in Germany for part of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you got to kind of experience the whole military life and I guess moving around. And so you get what people were going through on a daily basis in the military and spouses included in everything. So yeah, it can be kind of tough. You know, the time that you experienced, did you ever get to go to any interesting places?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, my first memories are actually of Fort Knox, Kentucky. That's where my sister was born. And on my fourth birthday, I remember I was asking them if we got to take her with us when we moved because I knew we were getting ready to go to Germany and they said, yeah, we get to take her with us. <laughs> 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 then we moved to Germany. We lived a couple places there and that was amazing. I mean, my parents had really put in for that. They really wanted to go there. And so they traveled a whole lot and I got to go to a lot of places like Neuschwanstein Castle and wow. a lot of mountain locations. And it was just really beautiful. Unfortunately, my sister doesn't remember any of it because we moved away when she was a baby, oh well. But it was great, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of people talk about Germany, you know, from the military, and uh, it does seem to be a place that people really want to go. I never was able to go there myself, but maybe someday I'll get back there, I don't know. Uh, I do like to travel. What we're here to talk about today is Project Transition USA, your nonprofit. What was it that caused you to start your own nonprofit?
1: Well, it's ironic because I didn't even want to start a nonprofit. I really thought there was enough of them already. But actually what led up to it is I was a civilian LinkedIn trainer. I was I had been on LinkedIn for many years and I ended up being an independent trainer. I didn't work for LinkedIn, but I got so many clients from speaking engagements. And so a few years ago, I was speaking to the South Tampa Chamber here and a bunch of people from McDill were there and they came up afterwards and they just said, oh geez, where were you a year ago when we got out? Because it's been really hard and So they said, this really needs to be taught on McDell way before people get out. And I just said, well, what can I do to help? I mean, I'd be happy to help. And so they physically took me and introduced me to the tap manager there on base. And he says, well, if you don't mind not getting paid, you can teach a LinkedIn workshop here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so we ended up creating what we didn't even realize it was the first one in the world Apparently, there had never been an in-depth LinkedIn workshop taught on a military base before that. This was back in November 2012. And so we started teaching these classes every month, and they were real popular, and we wanted to keep everything free. And you know, after working with military, frankly, I didn't want to work with anybody else anymore. I just totally felt at home. It was almost... It was almost a spiritual calling. All of it, it felt so right. And so we just decided to start a 501c3 nonprofit. So this mission could be supported by businesses and individuals that just really wanted to help. And we could just do this full time.
0: You know, I can understand why those people would have come up to you after that chamber meeting and tell you that because I went to your class and I was like, wow, this is just really amazing. The things that you learn that you don't even think about. And, uh, I could see the necessity of it and, you know, continuing to come back, I just see the look on people's faces when that light bulb pops on and they're like, wow, you've got to be kidding me. Now I'm learning something amazing that I, I should have been doing this all along. So those light bulbs would keep going off all over the place and it's always nice to see. Give me some more detailed description on the nonprofit and like, what exactly is the mission? What do you do and what do you accomplish for the transitioning veterans and spouses?
1: Well, we intentionally left our mission statement really open because we just decided to say that you know our mission is basically dedicated to helping transitioning U.S. military service members and their dependents find meaningful and rewarding new careers in the civilian world. And we just wanted to intentionally leave it open like that, even though the way we're different is we're the only 501c3 nonprofit that specializes in teaching them how to use LinkedIn, and we're doing it right on a military base. But we're very aware that it could be that there would be different resources we wanted to bring in that weren't specifically about LinkedIn, but because they need so much help in so many different ways. And we're not trying to do everything or be all, you know, everything to everybody, but we do anything we think would really, really help them find a career that they would love, not just a job. That's something I really want to stress. It's like, we are so not just about helping them get a job. We want them to love what they're doing. We want them to want to stay. And so there's a whole strategy that we teach that goes along with that. But that's basically what our mission is, to answer your question.
0: Gotcha. So the premise is basically using LinkedIn to basically reach out to other people, network with the right people, and just the ease and ability of that being able to happen no matter what location you are in the world. So it gives them this tool and this ability to accomplish their own mission, right?
1: Yeah, and so many times they really aren't clear about what they want to do. Some people are getting out on an early medical retirement that they weren't expecting, an early out, or they weren't promoted, and they're just very surprised by having to suddenly prepare for civilian life. And so many of them, as you know, Pete, joined when they were 17 years old. They've never really done anything else. And this is their entire identity. And so we start where they are, whatever that is, because everybody's different. But a lot of times people just really need help figuring out what they want to do. And so there's a lot of our strategy that involves ways to do that, too.
0: And I was one of those ones that actually joined when I was 17. I actually Mm -hmm. turned 18 in boot camp. So it was an interesting life growing up because, you know, you really still are growing up at 18, 19, 20. So it was an interesting time of life. One thing also about Project Transition USA and the mission is you've got this workshop, you've been doing this on base for you know a long time, for years, and it's just so powerful and there's so much information, so much for people to remember, right? So I know that you've also got the group, right, to continue helping people after the class.
1: Yeah, we do way more than that monthly workshop. We did start a group on LinkedIn by the same name, Project Transition USA, and we're close to 5,000 members now, and there are people from pretty much every base, every United States base. We're very picky on who we let in that group. We have to be U.S. military friendly. <laughs> we're very selective. But anyway, through that group, we help our friends' friends, too, because this type of LinkedIn training isn't held on most bases. It's surprising to me because LinkedIn's been around since 2003, <laughs> So we use that group for several purposes. One of them is to continue our training because we are very aware that one day is not enough to teach people how to use LinkedIn. I mean, a lot of them are forming a profile right in our class. And so we continue to help them all month long and their friends as well.
0: You know, I see that group really as so much more. And it's like you said, Project Transition USA is so much more than just the LinkedIn workshop, which is what Mm -hmm. I think you're most famous for. But that group, It's like a support system, if you ask me. I mean, you know, not only can you network with other veterans, not only can you find people that work at companies that want to hire veterans, but you can use that to find great mentors in the industry that you're interested in. There's lots of people in there that are willing to mentor and to help out veterans and spouses through the transition process. So it's definitely got that family sort of feel where there's just this group of people wanting to help out and to continue making you successful in the transition. So I love that part of it. It's always something that I think is really great.
1: Me too. You know, so many of the people in the group are people we've invited. They're everybody from recruiters that work with military-friendly companies to civilians who just really want to help. A whole lot of them are civilian veterans, and almost every veteran I've ever talked to said, you know, hey, if I can help just one person have an easier time getting out than I had. You know, when I got out, I am so in. And so, yeah, we've just intentionally seeded it with people that are very, very pro-helping military, transitioning military. So we also have a lot of job openings being posted in that group. It's really gotten out now. And so every single day I look in that group and there's more job openings being posted and they're specifically for veterans and active duty transitioning military. A lot of people have gotten jobs just from people in that group.
0: Yeah, I think from the group, from the workshop itself, there's a lot of success coming out of that. Another extension of something you're doing, you know, besides the workshop, besides the group, recently the veteran scholarship program was started just because the workshop has so much information and it's hard to absorb every single thing in one setting. And so now the veteran scholarship program helps to alleviate even that So could you tell me a little bit about the Veteran Scholarship Program and what you're doing?
1: Yeah, you bet. It's completely donor-supported, as is everything we do. You know, we're all volunteers. And so we started this Veteran Scholarship Program specifically to help folks who were getting out soon. And that one-day workshop is just not near enough for them. You know, they, again, they may be surprised by their early out for some reason Of course, you'd like to think that everybody would start networking long before they were due to retire, but sometimes that's just not possible. For instance, we have a lot of operators from SOCOM that go through our class, and they just can't even be online networking sites until they're pretty close to getting out. And so we help everybody we can, and these veteran scholarships are intended for people that are getting out right away that may not even be able to afford donating at all to our nonprofit, which pays for our trainers' time. That's why we started this, so civilian businesses and individuals could help out with the costs doing that.
0: And so basically it's a version of the class, but stripped down for the specific needs of an individual veteran or spouse, Mm -hmm. and they go through that program and kind of get catered to exactly what they need, and it's like one-on-one coaching is what they get, right?
1: Yeah, we even do introductions specifically in line with their interests, which, you know, of course, during a big class, it's hard to do that. So during the veteran scholarship sessions, we'll help them choose a niche to get started with because where everybody seems to start is like, what do I want to do? Well, what do you need done, right? That's what everybody says because our veterans are so amazing. You know, they can pretty much do anything. So we have to help them kind of at least target some particular industry just as a vehicle, if nothing else, to learn how to use LinkedIn and start somewhere connecting with people. So we can get very custom tailored in those private sessions. And we record them, not just the auditory version, but we record the video of what we're teaching them too. So we can cover a whole lot of ground. And when we get off the call, we just send them a link to download the session that we've done with our screen sharing tool. And they can watch it all again so they don't ever forget like how we got somewhere on LinkedIn or what we clicked on, all that kind of stuff. So it really is an effective way to basically to help somebody make up for lost time really fast.
0: Yeah, I think that's an amazing effort and so well needed to, and for a couple reasons, really. I mean, one, you mentioned it earlier, but some people are never going to have a chance to come to McNeil Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida, so they're yeah. not going to have that opportunity to get that LinkedIn training that you offer. So the Veteran Scholarship Program might be another way for them to access that if they're getting out very soon or just to refresh them and get the specific things that they need. All together, these different things just make an amazing program of different ways to support the veterans and spouses as they're getting out. And I've seen it time and time again be successful. And as you said, it's kind of rare for someone to have already started networking well in advance. I think that in the time that I have volunteered for Project Transition USA, I have only seen one person who actually came out and said, I've got two years out and I'm starting now. Usually it's within months.
1: Yeah, you bet. Very rare for that long.
0: So tell me, Nancy, how has LinkedIn personally helped you?
1: Well, you know, I tell everybody during class, it's like, I would have never thought twice about LinkedIn myself. I didn't even want to be on it but I was a social networking editor for an online publication 13 years ago. And one of our other writers said, hey, look, we've got to all be on LinkedIn. It's the happening thing. And I didn't even want to be on LinkedIn. And he just would not stop talking about it. And so I just basically, out of courtesy to him, I formed a profile and then just forgot about it. I never used it Two years later, somebody hired me. I was also a life coach on the side and somebody hired me off of it. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I never even thought twice about it. And here, somebody's hiring me off of it. And by the way, continued to hire me for years and years and we're still good friends. I've seen him get married. He was a DOD contractor. Anyway, so when that happened to me, I was like, geez, I guess I better take this seriously. So I started looking into it and I'd always loved the idea of having fascinating friends all over the world And really, how else are you going to meet them unless you're traveling all the time, which I'm not. So I started really teaching myself how to use it and connected with world leaders. And anybody who's been on LinkedIn for a long time will probably believe me. It is amazing who you can meet on LinkedIn. And not just to connect with them, but literally start you know, with CEOs just in the first few minutes after connecting, be messaging back and forth, and eventually getting on the phone and talking and figuring out ways you can collaborate. It is incredible what can happen. So I know firsthand.
0: I'll throw out one little example, just because people might find it interesting. But you know, when you talk about being able to connect with amazing or interesting people mm-hmm. out there, I know through going to the class, I was able to connect with one of the Harlem Globetrotters. And I think that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Isn't that something? He actually ended up coming to our workshop on McDill and doing a private show for us right in the middle of the room with his little daughter. It was just an incredible experience. And we helped him learn how to use LinkedIn. He since, you know, got out of the Globetrotters and he's doing full and traffic work full-time now on He really didn't know how to use LinkedIn himself, and because of what we taught him, he was able to connect with about 100 CEOs, which really impressed him, and he keeps in touch. He sends me Thanksgiving and birthday and Christmas texts all the time, so he's a great guy.
0: And that's just one example, and I'm sure there are many others. So you talked about how it helped you, and basically we know the mission of Project Transition USA is to help transitioning military personnel, veterans, and spouses So what would be a couple of the ways that you think that LinkedIn can help transitioning military and their families?
1: Well, basically, they can build relationships, real meaningful relationships with people that are perhaps already working in the industries that they might be interested in pursuing. And there's nothing like getting somebody like that on the phone and saying, hey, man, tell me what you've liked about working in that industry. Tell me what you don't care so much for. Is there anything you wish you had known when you were in my place? Because before they even think about applying, they need to do massive research because one of the biggest problems is people show up at interviews way unprepared. I mean, it's not even funny. They get there. So many people that don't know us, for instance, but when they show up at an interview, they don't know anybody that works there. They never stepped foot in the place before. They really don't know too much about the industry, much less the company itself. You know, how good of a job are they going to do convincing their interviewer that they're sincerely, authentically passionate about working there? But they just haven't been coached properly. They're innocent so many times. They just, they've never had a coach that taught them how to really prepare. And so we do all of that.
0: And see, that's really a key point to this whole thing. When you think about it, in the military, you know, one of the things that people do is they're protecting something, a base, a person, you know, whatever it might happen to be at the time. They have their duty station, they have their assignment. And, you know, when they're going after a particular objective or something, or they have a mission that they plan, they go in detail and they learn everything about it and where they're going and who's where, when and why and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. And they know details. But now they come to a transition and they haven't even done that for themselves and if they just knew how to apply those things like they do in the military, and that's one of the things that Project Transition USA does. It teaches them how to do it with the tools that are available in the civilian world. So it's perfect to give them the same ability that they're used to having in the military.
1: Well, just one quick thing to add to this. What I really believe is the truth is if you wanna do a great job in your interview, before you get there, you find out through your connections what the problems are that this company is having. And you're not going to find those in writing. You're going to need to know somebody. And then when you get to the interview, you've already figured out how you can help them solve these problems. And that is going to blow your interviewer away. That's their dream employee that would perform an interview that way to come to them saying, here, I've done a ton of research. I've got lots of friends that work with you and in this industry and other companies too, and I get it. And here's what I think I can do to help you. Wouldn't you want to hire somebody like that?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And that's excellent advice. And that just shows it's not just about LinkedIn. There's so much more that we can teach people about how to do things right. You know, the interview process and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's such a well-rounded program that you're running with Project Transition USA. Let me ask you something about Project Transition USA. It's a nonprofit, a lot of people getting out of the military, some of them are going to want to start a new career. Some of them actually may want to start a business. And there are others that get out that they're going to want to help veterans such as you're doing. So, they might want to start their own nonprofit. So, what can you tell me about what it took for you to start a nonprofit? Is it very difficult?
1: Yeah. You know, ironically, I would advise most people against starting a nonprofit. The only reason we did, you know, just so you know, for nine full months, I looked around and met with other nonprofits trying to find a way to collaborate with one that was already in business as a 501c3. But we were wanting to do something nobody was doing what we were doing. And the missions didn't drive well enough. So we were forced to start our own nonprofit. And the only reason that I was able to do that, frankly, is that one of the people on our board, he's our treasurer, Bob Gilpatrick. He actually was the CEO of a large nonprofit up in New York before he moved to Florida. And he was extremely experienced. He wrote all of our 501c3 paperwork. He taught me how to run board meetings. He just taught me everything from the very beginning. He actually named Project Transition USA. And so without his help, I never would have even attempted to do this because it hasn't been easy. And this, you know, normally it's just not the kind of thing that was my forte at all. So I would just say anybody thinking about starting a 501c3, try not to. Try to collaborate with one that already exists. Do your very best because there's already so many. And fundraising is difficult to get funds for yourself. I think the new trend with fundraising is a lot of donors, since there's so many nonprofits now, including in the veteran service area, they actually choose to donate to groups of nonprofits that are working together and pooling their resources. Yeah, that would be my advice.
0: Well, that's very interesting. And that's a very good perspective because sometimes people will say, Oh, you just do blah, 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 and done. And you know, you're saying, Hey, there's actually a heck of a lot more to it. So wow, I never really would have thought about it like that. I would have thought it would be just as easy to start a nonprofit as it was to start a company. So I'm appreciative of that perspective. You'd mentioned funding. Are there any other like challenges that you can think of that are worth mentioning for running a nonprofit?
1: Well, the big thing is when you start a nonprofit on a shoestring like we did, you better be prepared to volunteer for, I'd say, five years. And if you don't have the means to do that, it's going to be very hard unless you come in with a bunch of funding right at the very beginning. But so few people do, I think. Yeah, I've been volunteering most of my time for six and a half years. And I'm just really grateful to have been able to do that through the support of various donors that we've had.
0: That just goes to show how amazing you are being able to volunteer for all that time just in order to help veterans and spouses have an easier time with transition out of the military. So definitely my hat is off to you for all that you do for the veteran community, for the Tampa Bay area and everything that you put into it month after month.
1: Thank you, Pete.
0: So right now, what would you say is the key to the success of Project Transition USA, Nancy?
1: Well, personally, I would just like to do a better job of what we're already doing. I think um, one mistake that a lot of nonprofits make is they try to expand, you know, way too fast when they really just need to get it more solid. So for instance, I still want to specialize in helping the people right at McDill Air Force Base here, especially the ones that want to stay in Tampa. And in addition to the services we're already offering, I would like to be able to do private coaching with way more of them than our current donation level has allowed. I personally am also very aware of the amount of stress they're under. And I've just recently gotten certified in a biofeedback tool method called HeartMath. And it's for specifically for reducing stress to where they can think straighter. They're under so much stress, so when they can think straighter and have really learned to manage all the stress that happens during transition, I think that that will also be a wonderful service to be able to offer, and I'm already starting to train various people in the veteran community here how to do that, and that's something that I love doing. I also had a wonderful opportunity to volunteer my time to speak about LinkedIn at a retreat that's sponsored by the Brian Bill Foundation. This was started by the father of a fallen SEAL, and he is out to help people, especially transitioning operators that have issues either with chronic pain or TBI or traumatic brain injuries or PTSD. And I was the very first career transition speaker that they brought in. They were just adding that to their mix of their services because what they found out is a very good percentage of their population that they're serving, they're unemployed. And so it was such a moving experience. I, I taught this little LinkedIn workshop, then had dinner with them, and then we all sat around the campfire afterwards. And I ended up spending the night out there on this ranch as a guest of the host. So just hearing these guys talk about how much this four-day retreat had helped them moved me so deeply that I'm really feeling drawn to-well, they've asked me actually to help them again. And so I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to continue to do talks and complimentary workshops to all kinds of groups that serve veterans. And so that's what I would just say, we need help with donations to be able to do this because I don't charge for these things. And it's something that I would like to be able to do more of.
0: It's really amazing because it just takes things another step further. I mean, everything that you're already doing, everything that you already offer, But you want to give veterans more. I mean, the heart math sounds very fascinating. And, you know, it sounds like it can really help a lot of veterans. The retreat sounds like it has an amazing purpose and can help a lot of veterans. And Project Transition USA, being able to be able to let people know about these things, to be able to contribute in ways that each one can help each other. I mean, there's great partnerships that can come out of stuff like that and great growth that can come out of stuff like that. And Project Transition USA is just an amazing thing that I think it's really great to see it growing in a positive direction where it's helping more and more veterans. I mean, I know it's been six and a half years on McDill Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida, and there's just so much positive things that are going on. And I wish for the best of Project Transition USA because of what the mission is and how many people that you help.
1: Well, thank you. You know, I just wanted to comment real quickly on what you said about partnerships. You know, that's such a central thing that we teach people in our workshops on MacDill is we just say, look, LinkedIn is all about forming strategic partnerships, and we really encourage you to look at it as a tool you can use to help your friends. If everybody just uses it to help their friends, they'll automatically learn about it themselves, and it can't help but help them too. So we just teach people by example what it looks like to form strategic partnerships. And just for instance, with Synapse. Synapse in Tampa has been an incredible force for bringing people together that are in support of veterans and other entrepreneurs. So we attended the summits and helped promote the summits to the transitioning military population here at McDill. And because of that, we were on TV with them. We met a lot of veterans at the summits that we attended, and we've been helping them. And they flew in from bases all over the country. So we've been helping the veterans we met there. And there's other veteran populations through various nonprofits here in Tampa Bay. We help their people. So it's kind of like that's how we're actually evolving that I'm probably most excited about is each one of these organizations has their own tribe, so to speak. And so they're bringing us in to teach their tribe about how to use LinkedIn So now we're collaborating with all these different organizations, these nonprofits, and it's getting pretty exciting because they're all influential in their own right and many times highly connected. So we're pooling our influential connections in service of this transitioning military tribe, the larger context that we all serve. We're able to do way more together than we are alone.
0: You know, right along with what you're saying, and when you're talking about all these different pockets of people and tribes that are all trying to do something and help each other, Project Transition USA was recognized in the community as one of these innovators in helping and doing things and helping the transitioning veterans and spouses and everything. So you were actually featured in the Innovate Tampa Bay Volume 2 books, right?
1: Yeah, that was really an honor. Plus the Tampa Bay Business Journal recently did A full page spread on us, which was also really wonderful. You know, it seemed like it took about five years for this to really start to go viral. And now it's keeping me pretty busy. And so instead of trying to do everything myself, which I just simply can't do and still have a life, you know, what I really dream of doing is I want to train veterans. I want to duplicate myself. I want to train veterans to do what I do veterans that will actually be able to make money teaching other veteran service groups and other veterans how to use LinkedIn and how to do these advanced networking strategies that we teach. So that's really what excites me the most of everything right now.
0: Well, that kind of covers what's coming, you know, in the future with Project Transition USA. And I think that there couldn't be any better thing to do because veterans love helping veterans And that would be something that I think veterans would just be lining up to do when the time is right for all that, because there are so many states, so many bases, and so many veterans and spouses that need help. So I don't think there could be enough of us to help all the veterans out there. So the more, the merrier.
1: Yeah. And did you see, Pete, LinkedIn is now doing television ads Advertising their effectiveness for networking and career seeking opportunities, so it's just begun. I kind of always knew that LinkedIn was going to get more and more and more popular, so it's just begun. everybody's using LinkedIn you know DoD civilians, the Pentagon, everybody. I believe that just by really knowing how to use LinkedIn at an advanced level that actually people are going to be creating jobs to hire veterans that are really, really good at that uh, could actually be their entry into one of these exciting industries. Because what industry doesn't need to network? What industry doesn't need to have influential connections? It's all about that. Just about everything I can think of anyway. I mean, can you think of any that wouldn't benefit, you know?
0: Not with technology advancement. I mean, it's all going in the direction of having technology at your fingertips. And that's one of the things that LinkedIn provides. You know, it's not just on the computer, it's on the phone. And uh, I'm not surprised that they had a TV ad, but I haven't seen one yet. This tells me that, you know, yeah, Microsoft is definitely pushing this for the maximum use. And I've seen lots of good things coming out of it since Microsoft took over. I'm excited about it. I'm going to keep using it. And I'm sure it's just going to grow and become an even more robust system than it has been all these years.
1: Well, Pete, I just don't want to end this wonderful interview without taking this opportunity to thank you for all you've done, all the time you volunteered, countless hours over the last few years. So thank you because you have made such an incredible difference in this nonprofit organization. And I can't even thank you enough. You took that workshop once and you got it. So thank you so much for your enthusiasm and your dedication.
0: I appreciate it, but really there's no thanks needed. I mean, it's something that we're doing to help others, and I'm just trying to basically pay it forward. One of the other reasons I'm doing it is I believe in it, and I've got a great commanding officer, which is you. Wow! <laughs> oh. If you wanted to give a quick action items list for transitioning families, the veterans and the spouses, what few things would you tell them to do?
1: Well, if they can get to one of our workshops on MacDill, I would of course encourage them to come. They need to officially register with the TAP program manager. But if they cannot get to one of our workshops, of course LinkedIn also does an awful lot for veterans directly. They give them a free premium membership for a year. It's called Job Seeker, that premium account. And because of that premium account, they're automatically able to take advantage of LinkedIn learning, which is an educational thing that they do where there's tons of videos and courses that you can take right online. And a lot of those are directly about how to use LinkedIn. So I would definitely encourage them to take advantage of that since it's all free and then start teaching others. In fact, that's what we say at our workshops is like there's only one homework assignment here, and that is to please think of something you learned today that particularly turns you on and teach your friends before midnight how to do that. You know, at least one person do something to help one person before midnight with what you learned today. So, again, if they just learn to think of LinkedIn as a tool they can use to help their friends, they just can't go wrong. It takes the stress. It gets their mind off of their own transition. And veterans are all very mission-oriented. They didn't join the military for money. They want to help. They want to do the right thing. They want to support people. They're looking for their next mission. And so I just suggest that they look at this as their next mission to start with. And that's learn to use LinkedIn at a master level and teach their friends. That's what I would suggest that they do.
0: It just keeps coming back again and again too, is that the more that we do what you said and we help each other and we help our friends, the stronger our tribe becomes, which means the more veterans that we can help. So it just keeps paying off in the long run of helping veterans and spouses. So Nancy, if someone wanted to reach out and to get a hold of you, what is the best way that you like to be contacted?
1: Well, this probably won't surprise you, Pete, but I would invite people to connect with me on LinkedIn. My last name is L A I N E. And I'm the only Nancy Lane in Tampa. So in the search box on LinkedIn you can put Nancy Lane and then Space and a capital A and D and Space and then Tampa. That's an advanced search technique that recruiters use called a Boolean search phrase. And I'm the only Nancy Lane in Tampa. So I should pop up, if not at the top, very close to the top. And I just ask people to please send me a personalized message with their invitation. It's a little bit more difficult to do on a mobile device, so I do encourage people to, at least when they're new, invite people to connect from a laptop because when you click on the connect button there, it gives you a chance to click on send note. And I would encourage them to just say something about themselves, how they heard about me, because I do not accept all invitations. And frankly, I do not encourage people to accept all people that invite them, especially transitioning military and operators. It's not even safe, in my opinion. So I'm just adamant about the importance of sending a personal message when inviting people to connect.
0: Outstanding tips right till the very end. I'd really like to say I appreciate you coming onto this podcast. I am just more than happy to share the message of Project Transition USA with everyone that I can. I strongly believe everyone should be using LinkedIn, and I strongly believe everyone should come to the workshop if they can. So I will definitely continue promoting. I'm going to put links to some of the things that you talked about, and I look forward to seeing you again and working to help veterans and spouses next month.
1: Well, Pete, thanks for inviting me on your new podcast. It's really an honor to be one of your guests, and I'll really look forward to hearing this, and I'll, of course, feature it in our LinkedIn group.
0: In this episode with Nancy, we learned about Heart Math, the Brian Bill Foundation retreat, how to get LinkedIn Premium free for a year, and that includes LinkedIn learning, how to do a Boolean search, which is something recruiters use, the importance of an invitation, and more LinkedIn best practices. I wanted to say happy International Podcasting Day. Podcasts are a fun way to learn about so many interesting things, no matter where you are. Our podcast's contribution to the podcasting community is to help transitioning military, veterans, and their families. So to celebrate this International Podcasting Day, please share this with everyone you know. Share the knowledge. Share a love of helping others. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to keep coming back each week for more great episodes. If you want to talk about something you learned today, if you have questions, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, go to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and click on Contact Us. Thank you for listening.